Bezus Hashem Isbarach, we will be finishing Taira Yud Ches today, starting from paragraph Vav, uh, giving a brief introduction as to where we're at. I always say that and then go very long, uh, especially because sometimes there's a week in between, but try to keep it a little bit brief because going into the end of the Torah, then we're going to try to be bring it together. We had started the Torah talking about the idea that every, every project has Ba'etzem, a tachlis, there's a toyeles, HaKadosh Baruch who created the Bria. And like any other project, what's what's in a person's mind when they need a place to live, they're thinking about the reason, the house, the situation. What's in their mind is not going to be the individual subcontractors, the pipes, the plumbing, whatever it is. So in order to, even as even as the 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 ultimate picture gets broken up into separate ideas in order to be able to go in an organized way and achieve the ultimate tayelas, the ultimate tachlis, uh, that tachlis has to be in mind, in the back of in the back of one's mind, so that they understand where you're going, right? If you're going down a crossroads, you need to, to understand, even though the two steps in front of you, you might have an immediate decision in order to be able to understand what the immediate decision is. Sometimes it might not be even so clear in an immediate way. Sometimes the longer way is the shorter way, right? Sometimes the, 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 the way that that seems to be more roundabout ends up being having a lot less obstacles, uh, and it'll be really the easier, the shorter way to reach the tayela. So, insofar as a person understands the ultimate, the ultimate goal of what they're trying to accomplish, then they're able to relate to each piece along the way. We have a very limited perspective. The ultimate tachlis tayeles, the goal of 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 the bria. Uh, in some, it relates to elam haba, but it relates to something that's really beyond anything that we can perceive. Therefore, it puts us in a very uh, our, our hand we have hands our hands are tied behind our back because uh, anything that we uh, that we have in front of us in terms of our avoda in terms of relationship to not just a relationship to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, but our relationship to to ourself to understanding you know to finding meaning in the everyday if we really have no relationship. To in, in any meaningful way to the ultimate goal, so then where does that leave us? The tzaddik is the person, even uh, the, the, the tzaddik is really the one who's able uh, in, a, in a meaningful way to relate to that uh, to that tayelas. The tzaddik is the one who's able, we're going to flesh this out more today, the tzaddik is the one who's able to relate in a meaningful way to HaKadosh Baruch Hu's goal, even though it's something that really is beyond us, and therefore, <clears throat> and therefore, to the extent that we are able to, uh, to to find our roots within the tzaddik, then we are able to find meaning in our own place. In other words, by way of analogy, and it's a great analogy, but uh, by way of an analogy, if a person is a member of a team, they really have a limited perspective in terms of you know that particular. Play that particular battle, but once they're they're able to understand that the general, the coach, the person who has the broader perspective, uh, and they're able to say that I am a piece of that vision. It's not that I represent the entire vision. I'm a piece of that vision, and I am I I am part and parcel of that ultimate picture. So then they also are able to relate relate even in a personal way to that goal. And therefore, the tzaddikim are the one who are going to be in position of leadership to execute HaKadosh Baruch Hu's plan.
Now, what this means is that the tzaddikim, from their own point of view, their role is to be in a position of leadership. So why is it that sometimes we see that the tzaddikim are not stepping forward, they're not assuming this role of leadership? Uh, we find that we don't have that attachment. And the, the We explained in previous weeks, our Rebbeinu explained that there are times when HaKadosh Baruch Hu is behest upon him. That's not really driven by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's driven by us. HaKadosh Baruch Hu stands, as it were, ready, willing, and able to uh, give us the maximum amount of shefa. The question is whether or not we build ourselves up as a, as a kli. During times of, of, uh, of, of rogues, of anger, so to speak, Avodah is associated with this. Um, during during times when we are not acting as we should, this this uh, represent this manifests a certain hester panim where it seems that like Kaddish Baruch Hu is turning away. Once the world is in a state where Hakadosh Baruch Hu is Rahman Litzlan, as if he's turning away in a state of Hester Panim, so then the tzad- there's going to be a dynamic in the world where the tzaddikim are also not going to step forward in their role as leadership to to bring to bring about this toelis. The uh, tzaddikim really bad. Some are the like a shliach of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Now we, Bekitzer, uh, Bekitzer Nimrod. So it's, this sounds a little bit abstract. Uh, the, the we started talking about this idea that the Sof Maisa b'Machshava Tchila, the idea that uh, ha, the that when you have the the Shechina, you have Malchus in the world. There's a state of Amuna. So what that really is is it's lining up all of the pipes so that what you see in the in in the Maisa, what you see represented in the world, you see the Malchus is really represented in in the Chachma of Hakadosh Baruch HaKadosh Baruch Hu set up this world to have a certain a certain path and a certain reflection and you know part of that process is that there should be a Yetzirahara and there should be Ra and that we should overcome that so that ultimately what's going on in this world represents or rather is an accurate, accurate reflection of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Malchus in the world when that's not happening as if the, the Shechina is in Galus a concept that comes up uh, in different ways really there's almost a vacuum of leadership there's a way that the that the Inappropriate leaders, the ones who are not who are not trying to bring the rutzn of Hakadosh Baruch Hu into this world to line up everything going on in this world with, uh, with with the true goal of creation. Those people try to step forward and they try to assume positions in leadership. And the idea of emuna itself is going to try to push back and prevent that from happening. However, there are going to be times when we're in Gullis, when the, you know the state of affairs is such that the people who those who are trying to assume these positions of leadership will have such a kfira, such an apikarsis that they will they will try to push a wedge into the idea of amuna and the idea of what's going on in the world, so that uh, so, so that it, it sort of moves so far away from not just the distorted amuna, but something that's a counterforce that they're able to step into positions of leadership and where we're going to start going forward now is to say, but even that, uh, even that will ultimately be short-lived, and those who deserve to be in a position of leadership, those who truly are attached to the Toelas, uh, the Tzaddikim, they are the, ultimately the positions of leadership will, uh, will end up by them, and the world will move towards uh, accomplishing the Toelas of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. there's going to be a state of Lasid Lavo, there's going to be a state of Olam Haba, and again, even all of these competing considerations and factors will bat some fall away until the Goyim also, uh, their words are going to be, their their, their words and their Lamaites is going to be directed towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu because the, the short-lived state of there being these competing priorities was only really there to give the to give Klal Yisrael uh, a Hechatimtza, a, a 
a way that they can overcome that in order to uh, ultimately push past the resistance and not just recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu as they were in a state of Bakut before they came down to the world itself, but even through the competing considerations to, to see the truth and to align themselves with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And we said this in the context of a story in the Gemara, um, which I'm going to read through uh, read through now, and then we're going to jump back into the paragraph. So uh, we said that Rabbi Yainasan's story, uh, Rabbi Yainasan saw a basket that was set with jewels, and the way that we explain that is that he saw Argaz, it, it works into the words, but I just want to tie the concepts together. He saw that there was this idea of, of anger that was tempered with mercy, which uh, the way that we can put the tzaddikim back into the rightful position is when there's a state of anger, there's a state of avodazar, there's a state of us turning away. When we are able to take that anger and, tra- and transform it into mercy, transform it into rahmanas, move away from our own anger, so then that that re- re- reverses the process of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's Hester Pan and puts the tzaddikim back uh, into the position where they should be. And this was protected by a birsha fish, which says uh it's protected by emuna, it was protected by faith, meaning that the, the, the true leaders who have the complete amuna, they're the ones who assume leadership when the anger is going to be tempered with Rachmim. And a certain Baramorai wanted to take this basket with the jewels in it, meaning as somebody who, does, we explained why a Baramorai is somebody who did not have complete amuna, uh, does not have complete faith. It's one of the people that does not belong in a position of Malchus, and even though he was unworthy, wanted to step into that position. But the Birsha, the, this Birsha fish, tried to sever his his uh his thigh, meaning that this birsha, which represents Amuna, the Amuna stepped in and wanted to sep- sever the uh go go about the way we explained. One of the ways to uh, prevent the inappropriate leaders from taking that role is to have them separate their connection with the chachma, with the wise men. Meaning that once they're not willing to take advice, they hate wisdom. So then their leadership is not going to uh, be able to sustain itself. And we we said then the diver threw a flask of vinegar at the birsha fish, meaning that this vinegar, the, the these people that wanted to take the malchus inappropriately had such kfir, such abikarsus, such vinegar, they threw it at this birsha, they threw it at the amuna and tried to sever that connection, not just to try to sneak in and, you know, present themselves as being maiminim, but just being totally anti and wedge, uh, wedge a, uh, you know, a separation between amuna and the malchus such that the Amuna would not even be able to prevent them from uh, taking this leadership position. And then there was a Baskal. This is really where we're going to jump in, uh, so I'm just going to read it anyway, but uh, very high level. The, there was a Baskal that said, what do you have to do with this basket? What do you have to do with Malchus? It doesn't belong to you. It belongs really to the Ashes, to the, the the wife of Rabbi Hanina. Malchus doesn't belong to uh, these inappropriate leaders. It belongs to the people who have a certain, and this will become clear, a certain sh- Shlemus of Diburim. It's people who have perfected faith. Speech represents Dibur, uh, Malchus, Manig, somebody where they have a perfected Malchus because she is one day going to store the Tcheles, which we say, we're going to say is like Tachlis. She's the one who's ultimately going to uh, be able to uh, bring the, bring out the Tachlis in the world. And once the Tachlis becomes becomes clear, once the process is, the integrity of the process is there, the Chachma and the, the, the original Ruts and the original plan lines up with Lamaisa, then there's really no room for, for anything else. All of those other things are just a distraction, and we're going to explain why it's Davka, a Baskol, that does this. So now we're going to jump into paragraph Vav. 
So again, where we're holding over here is that there are there are times when, in the short term, the inappropriate leaders want to step in and assume that role of leadership. Avoda in paragraph of shemin hashemayim ein manichanaisai that from shemayim. Those who do not have complete amuna, those who are not really roy for malchus, the people who have minus and apikarsis, and they're the ones who separate amuna. So from Shemayim, it does not allow those to assume the leadership. to assume it for any long period of time. Bebechinas v'nafkas bras kala, because a baskol comes out from Shemayim, which is part of the Rav story. What do you have to do with this box? What do you have to do with this malchus? This box belongs to the wife of Rabbi Hanina ben Daisa, which we're going to associate with perfected emuna. And that really, those with the perfected emuna, those are the only ones that they should have access to the malchus. Anybody else should not really have any connection. The note over here points out in the Panemius that the Shechina, which we associate with Malchus, in other words, the, the Shechina is at the level where there is a manifestation of, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in this world, where that, that manifest, where what we see, we look around, is not representing the Ratzon Hashem, so that's the state of being the Shechina Begalus. And he brings from Kabbalistic sources that the level of Shemayim, the, that, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, Bechina Shemayim Sheroimez al HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that the Bechina of Shemayim is almost like at a higher level than the Shechina. It says, Va'at tishma shemayim. He brings different sources. But the point is, when we start the paragraph, meaning even where there's a wedge, somehow the idea, the concept of a moon in this world is not in a position to prevent these inappropriate leaders from assuming leadership. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as it were, from an even higher level than that, will swoop down and he will make sure that in a long-term way, these inappropriate leaders are not in place to divert uh, the purpose of the world. There's a certain time when there is a when there is this state of confusion over here. However, long-term, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is going to protect the the purpose of the world from being uh, from being distorted and from being off track. This idea, what is the wife, the Ashes of Rabbi Chanina ben Daisa, through the Shleimus Haosiyos of Dibure Emuna? No, what's Emuna, by the way? Emuna is tefillah, right? There's a certain Hakadosh Baruch who deals with us in different ways. One way Hashem deals with us is in a direct way. There's nisim, but another way that Hakadosh Baruch deals with us is through the is, is through the system, the natural system, the the everyday teva that's in place, and this provides us a context for avoda. When we have a certain clarity of relating directly to Hakadosh Baruch it's not that we're asking uh, for miracles. There's no need for this for the facade. We understand everything is being directly uh, yad Hashem, and therefore. We're when we are able to relate directly to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, you can peel away the curtain. There's no need. There's no need to go through the motions. I see exactly what's going on over here. Tefillah is begeder amuna. The words. When, when, what, what are words? Words are made uh, uh, sp- or rather speech. Dibur is speech. Speech is made up of words, and the words are made up of letters. The letters of the Aleph Bays, the letters are the building blocks of of the words and ultimately of of speech. 
speech being essentially the mechanism that is bringing the rust into the thoughts, when you think about leadership, leadership, a person can't force people to do what they want. The idea of leadership is essentially where a person is able to express themselves through the kayach of dibor, daber echad ladar, where a leader, a person is able to express themselves utilizing this uh, this vehicle of speech in order to align the interests and and be manhig those in his charge. So now we say that through the Shlema Saosios at the at the roots, what's the roots of speech? Not just the words, but the letters. And we're gonna it's, it's again it's a little bit high level by this point in the Torah. We're, we're gonna talk about some uh, you know very difficult concepts in terms of these building blocks, these letters, but at the root, at 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 the root of of the Hanhaga of Akadosh Baruch Hu and of the Tzadikim, where is there perfection in terms of speech, in terms of the Hanhaga, in terms of the Amuna, in terms of lining up the representation in this world with Ratzon Hashem, that really comes to the actual building blocks to to the the letters. Actually, we're going to see over here in one of the in the later Torahs in, in the the Tanyana in Memdalad it says Hamuna Taylor Bepeshel Adam. A lot of times we think that we say what's on our mind. A lot of times what's on our mind is what we say. The way that we speak, maybe the tone, the words that can actually direct where we think about things. Odia Munascha Befi. It's pasuk in Tehillim. Through speaking in the way of Muna, every time a person says Be'ezus Hashem, Baruch Hashem, you know, God willing, this also plants things into our brain, so it can become a little bit of a flywheel, depending how a person thinks is how they speak, and how they speak is how they think, and you can really move forward uh, in a way where your entire life can become about a Kaddish Baruch Hu. You can integrate a Kaddish Baruch Hu into your life. Shubachinas Eishes Rabbi Chanina ben Daisa. What does this mean? Rabbi Chanina ben Daisa Zebachinas Amuna. The stories in the Gemara talk about Rabbi Chanina ben Daisa in terms of his kaya. Hatfila kimidaso amuna his mida was amuna bechinas vachanina bni dailoi bekav charuven the Gemara says in brachas that the entire world is sustained in this chus of chanina bni and this chus of Rabbi Chanina ben Daisa and Rabbi Chanina ben Daisa what, what does he live on he lives on a kav charuven kav by the way is gematria one o two kuf is a hundred bases two and amuna also uh, the mem is forty the nun is fifty that's ninety. Right, and then the uh, hey and the vav is eleven, so that's one o one, and then the aleph is one. I did that out of order, but kav and amuna are both one o two. Hanina Bini is sustained. Everybody else, they have their physical needs. But again, we're, we're sustained really through the tzaddik. So to, on the level that we're at, we need we need physical things, we need ruchnias things. But when a person is connecting at a higher level, so they really become the pipeline that a Kaddish Baruch Hu sends Shefa to. Hanina Bini also, what's he davening for? Not that fancy car, not that watch, not even necessarily food. He he, he has that relationship with a Kaddish Baruch Hu. A Kaddish Baruch Hu is going to sustain him with, with everything that he needs and in terms of his role as the leader of the generation, as one of the G'dayle Hadar, so then he's also going to be able to sustain those in his charge, and they will benefit to the extent that they are attached to the source through Rabbi Chanina ben Daisa. And this is a remez to the Midah of Amuna, Charuvin Bechinas Baraishim. Charuvin, really a, a buxer tree, a carob tree that produces fruit. Baraish is a uh, is a tree that does not produce fruit. But either way, uh, it's brought down that both of these are a Bechinah of Amuna. We talked about, uh, I think in the context of Mordechai, we talked about uh, Baraish 
as a reference to the words of Bissamim Reish, but in any event, Mordechai also is a Bechina Vamuna. He was called the Yehudi, and we're aligning Haruvin is Bechina's Bereishim, Bechina's Birsha. So this is the uh, this is how it lines up in our story that Birsha is representative of Amuna, which is associated the same way that uh, Birsha means a fish, but Bereish is Amuna. That is a reference to Haruvin, to the idea of Amuna that Chanina ben Daisa also was sustained on the Kav Haruvin, that he was sustained on this measure of. of of uh, of carob really in the story the me- measure of harav of boxer but that represents Amuna in the context of the Tzaddik, Hadar, in the context of the Gadol, who's able to establish this connection by which everything else is going to be sustained. Ve'eshes, so what's the Eishes, Rebbe Chanina ben Daisa? Ze'bechinas ha'oisiais this is the Bechina of the ICIs that are sustained through Amuna, the way that we relate. Again, what are letters? Letters are the building blocks of, of words, of speech. This is when you put things on paper, when you put your thoughts into words, the idea of ultimately, uh, of ultimately, I can say something that's inconsistent with my true thoughts or inconsistent with my true Ratzon at the core of Amuna is where I'm holding. And then those form the, those work into the words, which are the building blocks of anything that go forward. The Shlem which will manifest through speech and ultimately into leadership, those are rooted in Amuna, Bebechinas Rashi Tevis, Avonim Shlemais Tivna. Ashes, Aleph Shin Tav, is Avonim Shlemais Tivna. It's coming from a Pasuk in Varim, Bavonim Hain Aisiais, Kemaimer Shloisha, Avonim Bainai Shisha Batim. Now, this, uh, this idea is uh, the pasuk says avonim shleim is tivnes mizbach hashem alikecha v'halisa olav oilois lashem alukecha. The pasuk of avonim shleim is tivna is really that you have to build a mizbeach with complete stones. The mizbeach uh, is really a bechina also of the of the sphere of malchus. So that all lines up the malchus and muna uh, the shechina and we're, the the statement of shloisha avonim bainai shisha batim is coming off of a of a statement in sefer yitzira. But it says that the uh, avonim are the letters. Avonim are the. Hang on one second. Avonim are the uh, are the letters, and it says that three. This statement from Sefer Yetzira, which is uh, an ancient uh, Kabbalistic work attributed to Avram Avinu, it says that three stones build six houses. Uh, that's because if uh, if you know a little bit of math, so in terms of permutations, if you have three letters, the amount of combinations that can come from if you have three letters would be three times two times one. So three times two times one is six, and they can, if you have four letters, that would build twenty-four houses because. 4 times 3 is 12, times 2 is 24, times 1. So what it's saying is that the amount of permutations of three letters can build uh, six different combinations. Um, but re- for, for our purposes, what it's saying is that since letters are the building blocks of something that becomes manifest, and therefore if you put the letters into different combinations, it'll come up with different uh, you know, different combinations that can affect anything. And therefore it's a reference to this idea as letters build, being the building blocks of those things that we see, of those things that are ultimately manifest. The letters become shalem through amuna. When a person has amuna, so again, that, that, that's my ratzen. That's the way that I relate to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And then as I build that out into thought, speech, deed, um, you know, if a person if a person is totally hysterical, emotional, and they, the, the, how are they able to communicate that? How are they able to turn that into something real? You Even to articulate it at the thought level, that's really the use of language. Okay, so I'm, I'm taking a step back from exactly what he's saying, but letters, at the most basic way, letters and, and even our thoughts are usually in terms of words, letters are the building block of, of everything, and there's tremendously Kabbalistic things in, in the Aleph Beis. The Oisiyah Shlomim Al Yidei 
על ידי אמונה בבחינס, אז אפוך אל העם ממסופה ברורות, זה פוסק אינסופניה וכולו, והקדוש ברוך הוא says, I will turn the, uh, the language of the nations into clear speech. Look, and I finish off, לקרוא חולם בשם השם, that even the other, the, even the גויים, they're also going to be calling out בשם השם, meaning, היינו על ידי אמונה שבחינס, לקרוא חולם בשם השם, all of the nations will proclaim בשם השם, על ידי זה אפוך סופה ברורה בחינס שלמה סדיב that's going to be Shlemus Hadibor, because, uh, you know, similar to what we said, the Prapros L'Chachma uh, explains that the idea of Olam Hazah the idea of Olam Hazeh is really, we know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created a palace. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to create a world. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created a world called Olam Haba, as it were. And therefore, that's going to be the place where he's going to give the... HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to give us the ultimate goodness. But uh, in order for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to give goodness, part of that goodness is for us to be able to earn it. Otherwise, it's just a handout. And therefore, the entire the entire idea of Olam Hazeh, it's not that this is the main world, and then HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives out rewards. The main world is called Olam Haba. However, HaKadosh Baruch Hu created a palace, and then he created a hallway. He created a prosder. What's the point of the hallway? It's a, it's, it's a way to get to the palace. And therefore, this world is compared to a prosder. It's compared to a hallway. However, once the state of the world, right, whatever has to happen in the world in order for, not just in our own individual way, but for the state of the Bria to move on towards that final state, once we're there then there's not going to be any purpose, any function for the facade of all of these, these considerations that are essentially competing with MS. The, the uh, you know, if, if, you, if you think about it, it's, it's an unbelievable thing that we are able to, I think, I think we might have framed it like this in one of the earlier shiurim, the fact that we're able to acquire, uh, you know, things of a nitzchius nature, something that's, you know, of infinite proportions, or something that's at least outside the getter of anything that's this worldly, and we're able to acquire that through this worldly means is an incredible thing if you're misbinding on it. The fact that we're able to take a lulav, or we're able to eat something that we get physical physical benefit from. The One of the questions that we guess they asked after, after 120, nasat, uh, whether... Um, whether or not we conducted business with Emuna. What does that mean? That one of the primary questions we're going to get asked is whether or not we're able to achieve godless through business, which is really like, it's just, you know, different people uh, doing interact, you know, transactions and interactions. But all of that is really providing a stage in which HaKadosh Baruch Hu gifted us that we can live in a this-worldly way and be able to see through all of that so that the, the whole will be greater than the sum of its parts. We can take all sorts of things that are Gashmias and literally achieve Ruchmias through all of that Gashmias. Where do the problems start? When people see the Gashmias and then instead of those becoming a means to an end, those become an end in and of itself. However, that exists so that we can take all those pieces and put them together in the right way so that there's this perception of there being value to Kavod and Mammon and uh, you know all of these other things. Once we're able to move on to the next stage where the entire the entire Bria is there for us to relate only to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, based on you know, based on whatever we accomplished and whatever rutzen we were able to, uh, to to bring out of us in this world, so then the whole point of that falls away. 
And therefore, you can have other nations, you know, Greeks are in secular wisdom, and maybe the Persians are involved in beauty, and whatever it is, those other priorities that exist as self-contained systems and priorities, those will no longer have a function. Therefore, at that time, when we reach the ultimate state of Amuna, the other nations also will transform, will convert into us. They will also call out in the name of Hashem, because there will be no place for any other uh, any other speech, uh, essentially. Now, Shlemus HaOsiyos, the the idea of shlemus haosios that it, where every word is totally b'shlemus even at the level of its building blocks zebachinas hatachlis shel kol hanavraim this is uh, a bechina of where everything reaches its potential at the most basic level. There's thought translated into speech and into deed, but this idea of what speech represents and how we're discussing it represents this idea of where you where you reach the tachlis, where the where the the thought the rutzen is translated into the building blocks, which will ultimately enter into the arena of the world into becoming manifest. That's speech. This idea of Shlemas Aisi is is representative of a Bechina of the Shlemas of well uh, everything in creation. Because the entire world was created through the Aisi Ice. The, now the uh the over here, the, the note over here brings uh brings a, a discussion. Of the different of the different types of osios, the different structures of how the of of how the letters are. The truth is, we also know that different types of letters are formed with different parts of the mouth. Some of them are through the lips. Some of them are, let's say, the tongue against the roof of the mouth. But the the if the letters and the sounds that the letter the letters themselves, and also the sounds of of speech of how one brings them out, all of these are really the building blocks of everything in creation. Then the truth is. The way that he, uh, the way that he frames it over here, which uh, which he's pulling from some an idea that we're going to discuss in Tariyates. If a person would know, uh, would be this sensitive to the letters to the building glass of creation, he would know what letters are actually. Uh, Building the experience of the, the whatever food that he's eating. If he would understand which letters are responsible for what will manifest itself in the realm of taste of sweetness versus bitterness, sharpness versus saltiness. One is soft and one is hard. And he goes on and and he explains that really since the letters are at the at the the most primal, the, the most root part of anything that gets translated from the Ratzin and the Chachma of HaKadosh Baruch Hu into this world, if a person would really have a sensitivity towards the letters, they would literally understand how the world how the world is put together and how understand it at the most fundamental level. The, now, now we're really going to go next level. The Shlemus of the Aisyais is represented with the Yud, Shubachinas Oilam Haba Hanivra Biyud. This is a Bachina of Oilam Haba, which is uh, which is created with a Yud. This is based on a Gemara. The Gemara based on a Pasuk says, Ela told us a Shemaim Vaharetz Bihibar Am.
Oh, sorry, one second. Pasuk in Yeshaya says, Ki Hashem tzur uh, It says, why does the Pasuk say, uh, the Gemara explains, why does the Pasuk say, Bika, bi yud, yud and it doesn't just say, Ka. Uh, and he brings the answer because there's two worlds. There's Olam Hazeh and Olam Haba. One is created Bika. One is created with a Yud. One is created with a Hey. How do we know which one is which? It says, Eila told us a Shemai Var, it's Behi Bar'am. It's Behi Bar'am. HaKadosh Baruch created this world with the Hey and Olam Haba with the Yud. What, what's Olam Haba the way that we've been explaining it? Olam Haba is the state at which things have reached a Tachlis. That's the ultimate goal. The Yud represents the ultimate goal why? Because every every uh, every letter is essentially made up of a lot of points, a, a lot of uh, a lot of dots. But in other words, a, a lot of points. When does something achieve its shlemus with that last with that last point, that last brick? When you put in a circle, is not is not a complete circle until you put in that last point. With the shlemus of that point, that represents uh, that that represents it. Now the truth is is that everything also starts with the spark of uh, with the spark of an idea. So yud, we're going to see that Yud represent in terms of the letters, again, we don't want to go totally far beyond this in terms of trying to introduce an entire system, so we're just going to build up ideas as we go forward. Yud represents Chachma. In the Yud K Vav K, the, the spheres are the are, are the blocks of the of the, 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 the world in terms of how Akadosh Baruch Hu built up the Bria, and this is the way that Akadosh Baruch Hu uh, has his Chabras with the world. So when you have Yud K Vav K, so we say, sometimes we talk about the spheres as Chachma Mabina and Das, and then Chesed Vord Feres Netzachod Yisod and Malchus, and sometimes we talk about it as Keser, Chachma, and Bina. Sometimes we use Keser, sometimes we use Das, and the other ones. So the way that the Yud Ke Vav Ke would translate into these spheres with which are the, basically the building blocks of the world is that Yud would be Chachma, the first K would be Bina, the Vav would be the next six, Chagas Nahi, Chesed Gurt Feres Netzachod Yisod, and the last He would be Malchus. So Yud represents Chachma, begins Saif Maisa B'machshava Tchila. What we end up having at the end is where the Shlemus represent, is really representative of what was there of that initial Yud. So Yud is Chachma, but we're going to see that, that the Olam Haba, which we're saying is created with a Yud, that's really where the entire creation launched Lines up with that uh, with that initial yud. So let's see a little bit weiter. It says Shlemas Oisiyos who are yud shu bechinas olam haba hanivra biyud k'moshamur rabbeinu zechon levracha in the Gemara Menachos which we uh, which we were just discussing. Ki a yud he nakuda achrein hamashlim the yud seif ma'isim mashav etchila the yud is essentially it's the sherish hakol but it's also representative of that last point that brings a shlemus to the ice it brings a shlemus to whatever whatever sort of on the table in order to align it with that original chachma the original tls as tmunas kol ice and. That represent that that completes the idea of each ice to be a uh, its own surah. When there is anything missing from the the structure of the letter, as I bevade and shleimus la ice vein la tmuna, then something is missing from its structure until it has that last drop of ink. The ice, the icy ice, heim b'malchus umanhigos. Now the icy ice will we'll, we'll introduce another idea. In the same way that there's yud k vav k, every, everything fits within the yud k vav k. Uh, but we, there's another way of looking at letters as as representing everything can become. We can look at it in a macro way or in a micro way. And another way of of uh, of looking at uh, a structure of the entire system is within the letter themselves. Sometimes we'll see an acronym tanta tes nun tough 
Aleph, which would be the tag, uh, the tagim, the t- sorry, the taimim, nekudos, tagin, and oisios. The if you look in a sefer Torah, the nekudos, the nekudos aren't there, right? The taimim aren't there. The end of the system, the actual, the actual thing that you're looking at, what the taimim and the nekudos ride on, is also the oisios, right? A taimim. Uh, Nakudais, Tagen, and Isis. So in this in this way of looking at it, the, the Isis are Keneged Malchus. Uh, uh, Keneged Malchus. So over here, we're going to say that the, the when the Yud, the Yud is really representative of Toeles. In certain ways, the Yud represents really the Chachma. But where does that find expression in a shlemus of the icy ice when the malchus, when the shechin is not in gullus, the shechin is the malchus, when the malchus is totally representing Ratzon Hashem, representing the chachma, like we see in so many times in the in, in the very first Torah, when the moon is completely reflecting uh, the sun, right? right? We, we spoke about that in terms of a Talmud and a Rebbe, Yeshua and Moshe Rabbeinu. When the, the, when the icy ice are complete, the icy ice are the are malchus, and that's also the manhigus, that's the leadership. We said that the a leader is essentially in melech Am. The when is a melech in his role as a melech when he's in a leadership role and he has those who he's leading, those who he's guiding. Where does that happen? That guidance happens through the mouth, through the speech, which are the words, which are the letters. Bebechinas malchus pes. Now it's bringing from the tikkun zayar. This idea that Malchus, again, um, you know, there, there are there there are ways to try to uh, um, you know ramp up on on some of these ideas, but just one idea at a time, trying to for for the purposes that that we need it, the body parts also in terms of what they represent line up with the different spheres, and Malchus is is represents the, the by the peh. The, the leadership, the Iker leadership takes place through speech, which takes place through, which takes place through the mouth. The Dibor is the mechanism through which one leads. And therefore, we see that the Shlemus of the icy ice, which is represented by a Yud, that last drop of ink which completes the icy ice, the shlemus of the ICS, which represents the tachlis, which is really which is really inherent in the original chachma, the original yud. That same yud, which is the chachma, is also what represents the shlemus and brings completion to the ICS at the level of malchus, which is where seif ma'aseh b'machshava tchila, the entire world, uh, the, the 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 pipeline of of rotzen and chachma going forward to how it manifests in this world, that lines up that that uh, that, that lines up in in, in, in the state of oylem haba. Which was created with the Yud, which was where everything else falls away, even those other nations. Forget about people who are of the Jewish nation who are doing what they're not, not necessarily supposed to be doing, but even those other nations that uh, represent other ideals and other cultures, they also fall away until their speech is turned uh, towards Hakarish Baruch, Hu, like we said, as Epoch Amim Safa Brura. Likroy, Likroy, Kulam B'Shem Hashem, and therefore Nimtzai De Shlemus Oisiyos and Munashe B'Malchios through the Shlemus of Oisiyos through everything lining up Al Yidei Zeh Hatzadikim Yoydim Es Tachlis Shel Oylem Haba. This is where, through this idea of Amuna, through this idea of Malchus being accurately reflecting the Moon, accurately reflecting the Sun, this is where Tzadikim, even in this world, are able to see through this world and see an accurate reflection of Tachlis of the Tayeles of Oylem Haba. This is where the Tzadikim have a window into the actual goal of the world. 
but this requires a tremendous sensitivity to subtlety. And once they can do this, once they have this appreciation for the ICIs, the ICIs that represent everything in the world, so therefore they're in a Bechina of Tzadik Maishel, they're, they're a partner a partner in creation. There could be a certain Gzeira that a Tzadik can daven and have that Gzeira overturned. Or on the other on the other end, we could say that Tzadik Geyser Rakadosh Baruch Hu Makayim, the Tzadikim literally are partner with manifesting Ratzon Hashem and sometimes also being able to daven and change that dynamic, B'tayra Samuna and so forth, uh, in order to, uh, to, to to be able to, as it were, uh, as it were, to uh, to impact Rosh Hashem. Really, it's because they are creating a Kli in this world. So it changes, it's not HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's not that we, a person can't change Hashem's mind, it's that we're changing the dynamics so that HaKadosh Baruch Hu can uh, exercise his Rosh uh, maybe in, in a different way. Right, there's a certain there's a certain din a person can be, uh, you know, can can be required to have, you know, God forbid, chayav misa, or alternatively, maybe the same din is there, but they can introduce rachim to the situation. They can also achieve whatever they were supposed to achieve by, let's say. Uh, Poverty, we saw that, you know, Yaakov, it says that Oni Chashav Kameis, or maybe a person through community service for 10 years can do the same thing as being locked up in prison away for a year away from their family. So there's different ways that the Tzaddik can impact that. But the Tzaddik have a leadership role. That since the Tzaddikim are able to grab onto the Midah of Malchus and Amuda, they're able to uh, grab on, represent this leadership within the Oisiais. Uh, and this is through the completion, through the Appreciation of the of the yod of the toyelis of the shleimus aisiyais. And through their, uh, their their relationship, they're grabbing on to the full which was created with the Yod, and therefore, because it ends up being, again, by being able to align themselves with the true Toelis of the world, so then they also have a relationship with how things are manifest in this world, both in, ter- in both directions. One is in terms of understanding what's going on and relating to the Vote here within the Tales of the world, and the other thing is that through through his batlas and the true anava, right? In other words, that's really where the malchus is at. Through relating to a kaddish baruch who's uh, and Hashem and Tayelis, then they're also able to have a certain level of uh, control in a certain sense, a certain level of impact on on this world. So all of this is a bechina of tcheles she bechinas tachles. Now, besides for the fact that the word tcheles and tachles are like the same letters, um, but also the Gemara says that the tchele, the, tchele, the color of tcheles is like the yam, which is like the rakia, which is like kisei covered. Tcheles is represents tachles. Shen is gala that through this baskol in the story that uh, that, that the baskol came out and said that the tcheles is hidden in the kartalisa the kartalisa was this box which we said represents the malchus because uh, that's where precious stones go into a crown so we said that there were stones like in the box that this ba- we'll have to see exactly why it was a baskol because this baskol came out and said that within this Argos, this box, which is representative of Rogas, once you're able to introduce a level of Rachmanis, in, of Rachmanis into it, uh, to turn over that anger, that's where you can align it, instead of there being a state of Hester Panim, that's where you can turn around the Hester Panim and the Tzadikim, the rightful people who are leaders, will be able to go back into a role of Malchus Kanal.
So through through uh, through introducing Rachmanus, the jewel, uh, the, the jewels are in the box, back into the anger, into the rogues, into the argas, which is the chest. Then we could put the malchus where it belongs. Al yedei Ashes, Rabbi Chanina ben Doisa, this Shlemos Ashes, which was the which we said is representative of the Isis, which finds their Shlemos through Amuna, through the Shlemos in the Isis, Al yedei Avonim Shlemos Tivne. This is a, a bechina of the tzadikaya la'alma da'asi for the tzadikim uh, in the, associated with the world to come. Shat tzadikim asigim atachlesh u'alma da'asi kanal. When did the appropriate leaders assume their role of leadership to bring the entire world towards uh, towards the tayeles of where the world is supposed to be going? When they're they're able to uh, to align themselves with emuna, and therefore the story plays out like this: that uh, that that a baskol went out and said that to to these whose emuna was not Bishlemas, who were trying to step into the role of leadership inappropriately and saying, what role do you have with Malchus, but rather, which is Shayach to the Tzadikim, but rather by reintroducing uh, Rachmanus into the Rogez, by by tempering the anger, so then really it's going to create this, uh, create this uh, pl- uh, way that the Tzadikim, that there are people who are rightfully in uh, in a role of uh, of malchus, those who truly uh, are, are have a relationship with the shleimus aisias with emuna, those are the people uh, who should be in malchus. Now again, the the direct way that we can get there is by introducing Rachmanus into the uh, into the cast, into the rogas, into the anger. Although we started off saying that at, you know at, at some point towards uh, towards the end, when it's time for this toel to be brought about, even minashemayim ain manichano. So even if in the short term uh, the simun is not able to be the, the, there's a, there's a wedge that's driven in by the real minim and not be karsim between the emuna, so that the wrong people do end up in a position. So then ultimately, Hakadosh Baruch will put the malchus back where it belongs. Vaiter. So it says v'zeb bechina. This really as a bechina pasuk in Mishlei that says, "In all of your ways you will know Hakadosh Baruch Hu." Uh, really, there is no kedusha and mundane. At some point, we all see, uh, like, like again, it's Taira Aleph. A person can literally see through every single thing in this world and see Ratz and Hashem. That's where the tzaddik is holding. Uh, I actually saw a beautiful piece, just a little small section of a piece uh, with my friend Rav Simcha. If he's listening, then he'll uh, shoot me a text. This uh, on, on Friday night. I stopped by. We saw a little piece from Ravichi Meyer Morgenstern. And uh, and he was addressing the idea. Sometimes people think that they daven in order so that they can go back into the rest of their day. I need to I need to thank Hakadosh Baruch Hu. I need to ask Hakadosh Baruch Hu for things. I need to reflect on the world, and then my avoda takes place in the rest of the day. If we can sort of flip that on its head, we can you know some people are daven quickly. They're running out of daven. You can think about it in an amazing way. He said actually the connection. The whole point is for us to connect to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. When does that connection happen through tefillah? But how are we connecting? We're connecting through our our knowledge, our experience, our emotions of wherever we're holding at the time. So really, the rest of our day, it's not that we dive in to go to the rest of the day. The rest of the day provides us a context with which to relate to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Sometimes I'm relating to HaKadosh Baruch Hu coming off of having had a fantastic day in a simcha. Sometimes I'm relating to HaKadosh Baruch Hu through having had a challenging day. But that's not that's not me being farther away from Hashem. That's Hashem giving me an opportunity to relate to Him in a completely different headspace, in a completely different context, and being able to see even things that might have been challenging, like we've mentioned before. I'm saying the way that I remembered, I haven't looked at it in a while, but I heard, I think, Rav Yitzhak Berkowitz talking about the Grah. Uh, it's talking about Yaina, that, that uh, Yona 
achieve nevuah when the tree uh, the, there was a the, the, there was a certain tree that was giving him shade, and then it uh, in the morning the tree withered away, and Yoyna Hanavi uh, was crying, and he had a certain nevuah. But the basic question was, how could Yonah have achieved nevuah? A person could only achieve nevuah mitoch simcha, and clearly he was he, he was uh, you know in a negative headspace. And the crux of the answer, the way that I remember it, was that simcha does not mean, you know, being joyous as opposed to sad necessarily. A state of simcha is when you're, you're relishing in a particular in a particular state. I don't want it to be less sweet. I'm enjoying where it is. I don't want it to be more sweet. Then it'll be gaggy sweet, right? Yoyin Hanavi appreciated the message, although it might have been a difficult message, but he understood the what was going on around him as an expression of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and he was able to appreciate that situation for what it was, and that he was able to relate to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Behold Rachecha De'ehu. A person should, number one, again, see HaKadosh Baruch Hu in everything in the world, but in, but in everything in the world, through that they can come to know HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to relate to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Adam that a person can see the Tachlis, see where where is everything going, see Ratzon Hashem in every element of the world, Behold Dover in every Everything in the Bria. This is a Bechina of Oilam Haba, of where we're going, the Bechina of the Yud, the Bechina of the Tzadik, the Bechina of Malchus, and being able to connect Chachman, seeing what I see over here is directly coming from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The more limited your perspective, the more you can have Amuna that that's where it's going, the more broad your perspective, the more Torah the more Torah knowledge a person has, the more that they're close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the more broader the perspective they have, the less of a leap it is, um, and, and the more that they're able to connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in this way. At some point, right, if a person, if, if, if I appreciate, by the way, just a little uh, sub-note, right, if, if, if I am not sure whether or not you're telling me the right answer, and I know that I asked you so far 999 questions, and every single time, uh, you know, f- 500 times, you said something and it made perfect sense to me. 499 times you said something and it seemed wrong at the time and then I, all of a sudden when I knew more, I understood that you were telling me the right thing. On that thousandth time I ask you and I so far at this point in time it doesn't necessarily seem yet that what you're telling me makes sense. At that point it's perfectly rational for me. It's a rational move to take your advice and for me not necessarily to rely on myself. You're batting 100 for 100. The closer, the more, the more that a person is attached to Amuna, they're attached to Ratzon Hashem, and the, the more that they have a clarity, so then the less the, the less of a leap, the less of a gap there is also, the more that it's Amuna Bitochen is a perfectly rational decision. But okay, that's a little bit of a sub-point we've already spoken before about how Amuna is built on MS. I think we talked about it in Tyra Zion. But Vaitri says, Ki Everything is built from the icy ice. Every ice has a shlemus to it, and this shlemus is built from the nukuda achrona from that yud. yud haba. She canal. And where we're able to reintroduce, let alone temper the roigas, the anger, which is like a bechina vavodazara with rachmanus. But where we're able to line up and understand that the driving force behind everything, even where we don't see it in the short term, is really tcheles, is really tachles. And we say that laasid lavo the the icy ice, which are built in Shlemus, really all of that is going to be representative of a tayelis, of a tachlis, where everything is within one circuit, coming close to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Everything is really part of one universe, even when we freeze frame it, it's not, or it's not always 
accessible as such, but nevertheless, this is where we can reintroduce the proper leaders, the tzaddikim, back into positions of malchus. We're going to be the shliach of Hakadosh Baruch Hu to be able to connect us to Hakadosh Baruch Hu through as a bridge. Hakadosh uh, Baruch Hu is you know we we can relate directly, but the closer a person is, I can relate to you, and you can you know relate to him. You know, so the, the tzaddikim are going to be that middle ground whereby you're connecting to the tzaddik. We're going to be able to connect to Ratzin, uh, to, to Ratzin Hashem, and the most immediate thing that we can do is. Like I said, uh, like we said, like the Rabbeinu said, to be able to work on coming away from anger. We didn't speak specifically about gaiva here, also, but these, you know, the, that also oftentimes uh, goes along with things that are really just totally self-centered, um, you know, self-centered. Uh, character traits and things that take us away from living a uh, a, a God-driven life. His batlus anava paragraph Zion. Okay, let's push it to the end, Bazar Sajam. I'm going to actually split up the recording to make the second one a little bit shorter.